you already know who it is. You already know. On Only the Best. Mm-hmm. Partly because you clicked on it, but that's not the point. That's not the point. If you're new here, welcome. Mm-hmm. This is the hopefully thoughtful, mm-hmm. hopefully funny entertainment podcast mm-hmm. where we are on our second review in a row oh lord it used to be all reviews then we got sidetracked to games and whatnot but yeah. we're on our second review in a row <laughs> lordy this time is it an album tim no is it a movie no is it a tv show honestly i forgot no <laughs> <laughs> uh so this is an audio drama we're reviewing today mm-hmm. uh it's a relatively new and it came out in the fall of last year uh well uh, over last year, yeah. Over the over last year, twenty twenty. Um, it's called the quarantine plays a little on the nose, mm-hmm. but just uh, we'll get more into that theme later. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but it was fun. I heard, I heard an interview with one of the guys involved with it, and that's what made me want to listen to the show yeah. and review it. It is produced by a acting troupe called the Merry Beggars. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the year, towards the beginning, they had a contest for 10-minute audio drama scripts around the theme of quarantine. And these are the three that won. And that's what we are reviewing. Well, aren't they, isn't there 12? There's supposed gonna... to be 12. There's gonna, they're going to release more. Uh, the original contest was just three, winner, three winners. That's mm. what we are reviewing. So, and it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it, uh, uh, yeah. Let's just jump into it. Let's just jump into it. So it opened. By the way, I should just say this. Mm-hmm. I love audio drama. Oh yeah, I know you do. Grew up on it. Yeah. I mm-hmm. I remember when I was supposed to be doing homework, <laughs> listening to Alfred Hitchcock instead. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I I that's why I was drawn to this in the first place. That's fair. I love wooden overcoats. Is a sitcom that is podcast form audio drama audio drama is coming back in the form of podcasts Mm -hmm. and technically some of them have better quality uh uh, of like sound yeah than others Mm -hmm. this is a technically excellent podcast i'll just say that yeah throughout all of them before we get through yes yes um Another thing, the Merry Beggars, on the intro to the episodes, outros, Mm -hmm. and in uh, in just statements, they're trying to be, like, a positive thing in the world, Mm -hmm. and trying to, like, I don't remember what the phrase they used was, just better the culture. Yeah. That's, like, their thing, and that's important to note. There is three 10-minute episodes, about 30 minutes of content. Mm -hmm. If you have not heard it, you're already in your podcast app. Listen to them first, maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe not. I want... Actually, it'll be better for my numbers <laughs> if you stay... If you, you, listen you, to this whole thing. If you don't put us on mute. Put us on mute times two. Finish this episode just on mute times two. Then go listen <laughs> to the Quarantine Plays by the Merry Beggars. Then come back and listen to this episode yeah, again. Yeah. That would be the best. Thank Memorize you. this timestamp right Memorize here. right now. Yeah. Hey, you're back. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. So we're going to talk about uh, episode number one. Do you remember with Relaxabot 938? Mm-hmm. Yes. I was most excited about this episode. For sure. Me too. And for the first few minutes, I loved it. Uh, this episode is basically told through the radio. Mm-hmm. Like you're a character listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. In a post-apocalyptic London. Yeah. 
It really reminds me of Fallout. Yeah. And there, there's a robot that is talking on the radio about remembering things. Yeah. Really, that's all it is. The sound design is excellent. Foley's yes. excellent. Yeah. Production, really, really excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the script is pretty well put together, too, I yeah. thought. Sorry, what were you going to say? Well, like, when I was listening through it the first the, the, the first time, I was like, man, there's a lot of just ideas. I don't know how spoiler you want to get with this. Just, we're spoiling it. They already Spoil- muted yeah, they, us. You guys, you guys <laughs> already listened. listened. So, uh, yeah, no. But, like, talking about, like, like, it felt like they were jumping from thing to thing about, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, you had you mustn't remember a time before the government. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna and, get to that. Yeah, and then they were just jumping from like all these different ideas about like mm-hmm. the watcher beneath the city and all this and that mm-hmm. and like bodies. And I was like, man, there's a lot of they're just jumping from a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. It felt a little overcrowded to me. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, when it was like, and you know, all of these memories were brought to you by you know the volunteers who volunteered their own memory. I was like, oh. So it isn't necessarily mm-hmm. what actually happened. It's just someone's memory, and someone could be remembering it wrong. Oh, you know, just, I never thought of that. You know, it could be just okay. some crazy person was like, and there's a watcher beneath the city. I found the body. I found the tunnels. Oh. And then the robot's just like, sure, dude, you remember that? Heck yeah. Interesting. Okay. And I I love so this. I, I liked it a lot. Really? I thought yeah. when it got to this part, so eventually this robot is like, uh, the government's your daddy. <laughs> Listen to the government. Government, yeah. good. Don't remember before government and all this. And I thought it was severely on the nose. No, I liked it. Really? I thought it was severely yeah. on the nose. I thought it was, like, really, really anti-government. Just just right there. Boop. Government. Ba- like, the, like, the robot was saying government good, but it felt like they were just on the nose. Well, I mean... Yeah, but the whole thing was supposed to be dystopian anyway. Yeah. So if you're going for that dystopian kind of Orwellian mm-hmm. thing, I feel like that well, thing, like that would feel, it feels it yeah. feels natural in that but, setting. But think about this setting. Okay. This, the point of this radio play mm-hmm. was to be themed around the quarantine of 2020 when a good chunk of the country said... The, decided that medical experts and the government were when in telling us to be careful and responsible were being tyrants and then this comes i i felt like they were probably aligning themselves with something well that not only i don't agree with but i also think it was really on the nose maybe a little bit but i feel like this this particular podcast mm-hmm. wasn't so much about coronavirus cuz it didn't even mention yeah, Rona. But what what do you think it was about? Where do you think well, the inspiration like, from twenty twenty? Well, I mean, yeah, I feel but like, like I feel like this is like pushed to the nth degree, like stuff like that. I feel like this was, yeah, I don't know. To me, it felt like someone said the government can't tell me to wear a mask, <laughs> and then wrote this about how the government's. Uh, gonna push us into fair enough yeah. I wasn't really thinking that because I wasn't really thinking through like the political view I was thinking of just like mm-hmm. everything's burned down well and like the radio program to me 
like when I was like thinking about it and putting myself in this little world here, mm-hmm. government's gone, obviously, like from mm-hmm. the sounds of the beginning, with just yeah. the madness and everything like that. There's probably no government. This is this relaxed bot. It's probably just an automated system mm-hmm. that there's no like actual human or government behind it. So it's just kind of repeating government good. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, uh, fair enough. And I, I had honestly forgotten about the fact that it was a, a like a collection of memories making the robot. Yeah. Um, I, I so thought it, was it could cool. be I just thought it was a couple an interesting crazies idea. got in there. Yeah. I thought it was an interesting I idea. I actually would have liked to see that world fleshed out. If, Me too. If you're listening That's to this, Merry Beggars, yeah. and I know you are. I know you are. Everyone listens. <laughs> Everyone listens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to see that world yeah. a little more. Me Honestly, too. it was yeah. the best episode out of all three. For sure. For sure. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Again, very, very technically great. If you <laughs> listen it with headphones, stereo, great. Goodness. Yes. Yes. If you like sound design, mm-hmm. you'll like this. Uh, episode two is called Friend Request. Yeah. Oh, so here's the thing. <laughs> Another excellently made episode. Yes. Uh, basically, my re- critique of these is going to be really all these episodes are really well made. But this yeah. one, I guess I should have expected this knowing the premise of the series. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to, if you're trying to positively impact the culture, yeah, in the middle of a pandemic, mm-hmm. maybe don't just hit them over the head with how depressing the pandemic is. I'm sorry, <laughs> it felt like okay. So I'm lonely, locked. If we're if we're in this if if we're in this lockdown, this quarantine, and this show is supposed to like you know be a positive impact. Mm-hmm. I just felt hit over the head with all the most depressing parts of the quarantine on this episode. It was about two different people who used to know each other a long time ago mm-hmm. or met once on like a missions trip thing. Yeah. And both of their lives during the quarantine and how they hadn't talked in years and the loneliness brought them to like try to talk together again. Yeah. And the ending was good. I liked the ending where they were like, mm-hmm. oh, what's the harm? And they each sent each other a friend request. And I thought that was sweet. Yeah, but they took their sweet time getting there, and the eight minutes leading up to that was just depressing. I was like, "This is not making me like." I don't feel the redemption in that story. The bright spot in that story was uh, a a dollar short and a day late, or however you say. Yeah, it's about right. You know, I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I would agree. <clears throat> not that it was bad. I don't know. Yeah, I... if. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, if this was like a 30-minute thing mm-hmm. and we got to see more stuff, I was going to say that might be better if we got to see more of the characters. Mm-hmm. But in the format that the script was written mm-hmm. and that kind of like story, they're each telling a story, I think that would have gotten actually pretty old. Yeah. I'm glad it was as short as it was. Yeah, yeah, no. It... Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. This one, I actually have the least amount to say about this one. Yeah. Like, I, it, was, it was honestly just kind of there, and it was like, okay, that was fine, I guess. It was like, it was just like, okay, yeah, quarantine is rough, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't get to talk a lot, isn't that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Me too. And yeah, and but by as, the end of it. This is going to sound like, I don't want to sound like pretentious or weird or anything like that, but as an essential worker... Mm. Mm, I am essential. Amen. 
we're all essential in the Lord's eyes. Amen. <laughs> you may be validated on Twitter, <laughs> but are you verified in the eyes of God? Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. like, I don't, I never struggled with quarantine like any, like some people I know, because mm-hmm. like, my life got more busy. My life got more hectic. Mm-hmm. And uh, so like, I just didn't relate to this one as much. Yeah. Which Fair is, enough. Which is fine. I related to the next one quite a bit. So. Ooh, really? Yeah. Okay, so well, the... It, go ahead. Episode three is called I Do Like the Rain. Because I do like the rain. Tim does like the rain. I do like the rain. And it is about a a couple, mm-hmm. uh, three children and yeah. a, a married couple in a car mm-hmm. stuck in traffic on a 13-hour drive mm-hmm. and, uh, and bickering. <laughs> see, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't like this episode. Uh-huh. Because it combines so many things I don't like. Yeah. Traffic jams. Mm-hmm. Uh, fighting. Yep. <laughs> Stressful situations regarding your parents. Yeah. And yelling kids. Yeah. And it was just a cacophony of all mm-hmm. these things that just stressed me to my core. So I I did not enjoy this one. <laughs> yeah. So this one definitely, I feel like, had the most potential. I wish, I really, really wish... It wouldn't have been 10 minutes because mm-hmm. I don't know. I liked the message of it. Mm-hmm. I liked the premise. I think the idea of the family in the car being stuck there is a cool premise for a, a radio play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to do stuff and they're reading a book and you get to hear the book and stuff. Yeah. Good premise. Mm-hmm. Good. Good arc. Yeah. Couple bickering couple dealing with their kids Dealing with differences in how they view family mm-hmm. and differences in personality with how they deal with other people. Yeah. The wife is a, a really giving person. The husband is kind of different, distant. Mm-hmm. And they kind of they kind of overcome those differences by realizing, you know what, little moments matter. Mm-hmm. And just enjoying the rain and and realizing the work we're doing being together with these kids is worth it good message it felt shallow Mm -hmm. and too easy because they had to wrap it up they had to set up the problem in seven minutes and wrap it up in two yeah and so it felt too easy and shallow if we had even a half hour episode to really fill out to where to where we filled out the the distances in conversation if the conversations were longer if we got to see more of the characters we got to see them wrestle with these ideas and work to get to the point where everything was okay yeah it would have been so much better yeah uh on the script didn't really love the script writing uh nice idea if you were writing a play Mm -hmm. or even some books Mm -hmm. but listening to an audio drama where a modern a modern woman says things like, oh, that's splendid, and I do like the rain. That yes. just feel, it it, felt awkward. Yeah, no. It felt really weird. Yeah, that was, like, people don't talk like that. Yeah, that was, that was the same thing that I thought at the end of it. Mm-hmm. People don't talk like that. Yeah. Kids don't talk like that. Yeah. The, the dialogue, the, the idea was good. Mm-hmm. The dialogue was unrealistic. Yes. People, it, it, it took also, me out of it. Yeah. I didn't feel like this was a real world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Agreed. And I'm I'm going to just kind of hop back for a second uh, to where you were talking about, like, you wish it could have been longer. I do agree with you that you could have flushed the characters out. But me, um, I 
I both agree with you that it should have been longer, but I'm also glad that it was short because mm-hmm. the whole thing, the whole thing, I was mm-hmm. stressed. I was stressed too. Okay, so every this time stuff a, stresses me out. Well, every time a kid would, I when I listened to this, I thought, is this gonna turn like uh, really tragic? And so yeah. every time a kid would unbuckle, I'm like listening for the car horn or something. Yeah, I was me like, too. Is this car about to roll. Me too. Yeah, for real. And so that stressed me out a little bit. Um, but I thought. I thought it could have been longer. I liked the premise. Yeah. I, it's just the dialogue took me out of it was really the biggest deal. And, of course, when you've got, like, kid voices, they can be a little... Not Nothing against kids. It's just kid voices on shows can be a little... Annoying. A little terrible. <laughs> yes. But, uh, honestly, it was fine. It, it, I just had to, like, accept, all right, kid voices are going to be kid voices, mm-hmm. and this is what it is. The dialogue was really the worst part for me. Yeah. Um... But I liked it. That was probably my favorite episode overall out of them. Really? Yeah, even though it really was too quick. It was yeah, too quick. It was. In that, in that it was too quick, mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 I wouldn't listen to it again. If someone told me, if I got a little notification that said, The Merry Beggars Present, I Do Like the Rain, uh, r- Redo... With an X. Extended edition. Extended edition. Yeah. Yeah. Where we had some time with the characters to really mm-hmm. see them go go into what was making them feel so dark. Yeah. And, like, have, like, a good while of dialogue and hashing it out to find the way out. Yeah. I would listen to that. But I'm not going to listen to this one again. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah. Agreed. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. And so We're now... That's right. Now we've uh, we've put it out there. Mm-hmm. We've we put have. out our views, which is the point of this podcast. Mm-hmm. We've probably not been recording for very long. No, probably not. But that's all right. This will be a breeze to edit. Yeah. So <laughs> if you guys aren't new here, and for the merry beggars who are listening to this, I yes. know you are. Yes, we, you're the we newest you're babies. You are the newest babies. The babies are the fans of only the best. Yes, they're the baby babies. It's true. You guys are the baby babies, and. For for you new folks, what we do now is we talk about what else we have been consuming, listening to, reading, mm-hmm. watching. Yep. What do you got for us, Tim? Um, I uh, okay. So there's a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite uh, jazz musicians, mm-hmm. his name is Sepalot. He's a German uh, hip hop producer, actually. Mm-hmm. But recent years, he's gotten into jazz. Him and his quartet uh, put out a new album called Now Next. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to that on repeat. Fantastic. I, I gotta give that a listen. You told yes. me about that the other day. Very good. Just easy, good, easy listening background music. Very good. I love it. Also, um, The Undertaking, a little explanation point on the end, uh, one of Solid State's newest uh, signed bands. Very good. They've put out an EP with a few singles. Mm-hmm. Just really good stuff. It's quirky and odd. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me a lot of The Chariot. Mm-hmm. Ooh. If you if you like the chariot, if you like the chariot and showbread, you'll like these guys. I do like the chariot and showbread. Yes. I'll have to look them up. Yes, would recommend. I in fact miss the chariot and showbread. <laughs> so yep. they just put out uh, a single a few days ago called "O Negative," and it is quite good. I'll check it out. Yes, would recommend. Great. Yes. Uh, on my end, I have been I've been reading. I'm probably I don't know. I started yesterday, like a third of the way through Watership Down, Mm -hmm. the book. Very good. Uh, If you can, like, 
as, as people on the internet say, if you can get past the misogyny, <laughs> it's really good. It's not blatant, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's just if you know how actual rabbit societies work, you know that it's matriarchal, <laughs> and that's not how it works in this book. Uh, yeah. But the story is really good. Yeah. Really interesting. Uh, I haven't seen the Netflix one, but I love the 70s cartoon. Yeah. Very, so, uh, yeah, I'm working my way through Watership Down and really loving it. That's uh, fair. I should. I started it yesterday. I should be done, like, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if all goes according to plan and I have my time. Yeah. <laughs> but I do have to edit this podcast. Well, you can. You're listening through audiobook, right? Yeah. Which brings us to our sponsor. No, stop. <laughs> Leave me alone. We don't have sponsors. No, no. Because who would sponsor this podcast? I, who in their right mind? I, I, I could find somebody. Arby's probably. Arby's. Brought Arby's. to you by Arby's. Arby's would sponsor us. No. If they wanted to sponsor a podcast, they'd have that guy from the ads do it. With that oh, deep, right. With that oh, voice. Darth Vader, whatever. What's that guy's Is name? he the guy who does it? Yeah. James Earl Jones? James Earl Jones, yeah. He does the Arby's I'm ads? Pretty I thought sure. it was just somebody. What? I, I think. Sounds does like him. James Earl Jones. I'm, I thought so. <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought so. Does James Earl Jones do Arby's commercials? It sounds a lot like James Earl Jones, but it, it is not. Oh, dang it. It's a man named Ving Rhames. He, he's appeared in Pulp Fiction, Mission Impossible, Casualties of War. Oh, that guy! Yeah. Yeah, okay, I know that guy. Yeah. Okay, not a James Earl Jones, Jones but still, still a cool voice. Still a cool voice. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've learned a lot today, haven't yeah. we? <laughs> Chief of... Chiefly that James Earl Jones does not, not do, do Arby's commercials. <laughs> well... This will be a breeze for me to edit, and yeah. I'm, I'm glad for that. Yeah, what has this been, like 12 minutes? I don't know. Just remember that we love you. We love you so much. Bye, babies! Oh, please tell me it recorded. Oh, it recorded. Okay, good. <laughs>